Well, hey, good morning, and thanks for joining us again for a meditation, the Psalms. And uh, I have been uh, just enjoying my study through it, but also just trying to pick out which ones we would hit to. And, and I would say probably one of our favorites is Psalm 23. Uh, and I've got with me today, Pastor Aaron, and I know last time that we were here, you said Psalm 23 was your favorite, isn't that correct? Yes, that is correct, and I'm excited to be here and be able to talk about this with you. Yeah, so I, I had kind of wanted to wait on this one to maybe, you know, look at some other Psalms, but I think Psalm 23 is so encouraging uh, right now in our lives just to be able to focus on this, and I want to break it actually into two times. So if you have your Bibles, turn to Psalm 23, and... Um, and, and we'll, we'll kind of break it apart, but I'd, I'd encourage you, there's so much in this, and I think sometimes we get a familiarity of the poetry of the psalm and those things, but we often, we misunderstand the significance of the symbolism of the psalm and, and the message of it, what it's trying to tell us in it. So I would encourage you that are, that are tuning in with us today to just really meditate on this one and, and chew this over. Um, this has been one that I have in my life, probably meditate on any more, more than any other psalm. Um, but so, so Aaron, as, as we think about this, you know, we're going to look at verses one through three today. The Lord is my shepherd; I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me. He leads me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in the paths of righteousness for His name's sake. When you think of that relationship. Uh, that 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 David's trying to relay to us, and he puts himself as the shep as the sheep. Uh, what do you what do you take from it? he's trying to communicate? What's the the significance of the symbol of a sheep and shepherd relationship? Well, I'll tell you what. Uh, there, that's a loaded question, and I think could go many different directions uh, with our relationship with uh, with God and how David portrays it here in the psalm. But I guess right away, I think just how God is just our most amazing provider. Um, mm-hmm. And it, it, I mean, for I mean, you, you look there in verse number one where it says, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. I shall not be in want of things. And then he, go, and, and, and then he goes into uh, things that, that we shall not be in want of. Um, I shall not uh, lack rest. Um, he makes me lie down in green pastures. Um, I shall not uh, lack life. Uh, where 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 the Bible says here, He restores my soul. Yeah. Um, lots of things that 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 we don't lack um, in the, um, in this life or the next, for that matter. Yeah. Um, because we have a wonderful Shepherd who is an amazing provider for His sheep who. Need provided for in the in in the in the ex, most extent of that word. Yeah, I think um, that's where I think we miss a lot of the symbolism of the sheep and shepherd relationship because we just don't we don't relate to it because we don't, we aren't shepherds and we just don't have a lot. Of that. You you guys had animals growing up, didn't you? Yes. Uh huh. Did you guys had cattle? Yeah, we had cattle. We had uh, chickens. Uh, I had an uncle who had sheep, though, and oh, I got he? and he left uh, us come over and see him uh, 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 often. So yeah, yeah, and I, I think it's something that we don't necessarily understand that relationship um, because of just the volatility of a sheep. They are desperately in need of a shepherd. Mm-hmm. They desperately need care, or they can't make it. 
Um, you know, they have, they have no defense mechanism. I mean, you look at a sheep. What do they got, <laughs> right? I mean, they got, they, they're, they have no sharp teeth. They can't run fast. They, mm -hmm. they don't have like a protective armor type coating on them. They, you know, don't even have a strong tail. Mm -hmm. They got nothing. They're just big, <laughs> poofy marshmallows that are out there to be picked off. Um, yeah. And can you and can you imagine that God refers to us that way? I, well, see, I mean, there's where that? it is. There's where <laughs> it is. I think sometimes we think too highly of ourselves as sheep and not highly enough of him as our shepherd. Yeah. And there's where then we start to fear because we think, man, it's on me. I've got to provide for myself. I've got to find the next grazing pasture. I've got to protect myself from these dangers that are around me in my life. I've got to do all these things. When the reality is, is God says, we're sheep. Mm. And I think David was able to have just a peace. I don't need anything else. I can have calmness to lie down because, and he restores my soul because I recognize my position. I'm a sheep. He's the shepherd. Yeah. You know, I, I was reading, and, and a great book, if anybody wants to do a deeper study on this, is Philip Keller's look. It's, it's called A Shepherd Looks at Psalm 23. And he was a shepherd for many years and then also was a pastor. But I, I, I learned as I studied on this that sheep left to themselves will die for one of four reasons. Did you know this? Uh, I don't think I did. Wow, I'll share it with yeah. you. Um, one, it be other animals will attack them and they'll die. So, you know, the wolves out or whatever, the coyotes or whatever, animals are going to jump, you know, jump them and get them. Two, they'll run out of grazing area um, because they aren't smart enough to know how to prepare. Like, oh, I need to prepare, you know, where to find food later on. All they do is it's like, oh, there's two feet in front of me. There's more grass. I'll eat that part. Wow. And they look two more feet in front of them and they eat more grass there. And so they'll, they'll, they'll eat up everything and run out of grazing area and they'll die of starvation. Uh, three, they'll die of diseases. Uh, sheep are actually really susceptible to diseases. That's why actually when it talks about you anoint my head with oil, uh, oftentimes the shepherd would anoint the sheep's head with oil to keep the flies and the bugs off of them and to check them over uh, to keep them from the pestilence. The fourth one I think is the most humbling when we're likened to sheep, that a sheep will die because they'll literally get cast. When a, when a sheep is cast, it means they fall over onto their back and you could picture this with their legs standing, in, you know, flopping in the air and they can't turn themselves. You know, you see like a dog or a cat, they can kind of whip themselves around. Yeah. A yeah. sheep has no tail and they're, and because they're so much wool on them and they get stuck and they're upside down on their back and they'll die oh my. being cast. And a shepherd actually has to come along and write them back over or they'll die. Like the blood will run out of where it needs to be and they'll die upside down. Wow. So, I mean, sheep, wow. it, it's a humbling thing. We start to think about we're sheep. Mm -hmm. and, and David, as a shepherd, looking out over his field, uh, looking out over his flock and realizing, man, they need me. I've protected them from a bear. I've protected them from a lion. I, I, I make sure they've got the next place to eat. I, I guide them to each place. I, I check them over for the diseases. They are in desperate need of me. And he says, Oh, how good it is when I finally get to the place where I recognize I'm a sheep and the Lord is my shepherd. He's going to provide for me. Yeah. I think in situations like this where we don't know 
where this is going to head with with our economy, with things in our culture right now. And there's a lot of different fear. But David says, when I recognize he's the shepherd and I'm the sheep, I can lie down with peace. Mm, yeah. He restores my soul. I, even though I go through the valley of the shadow of death, I'll fear no evil. And so there's this aspect of a, of a calm that is there. And so when you think about God as your shepherd, what, what do you think of that? I mean, what, what comes to your mind with just God being our shepherd? I guess what comes to my mind is just how, I, I mean, from everything that we've just been talking about, from everything that you've said, um, I need him. And I think that that's a very humbling thing for me and, uh, and a lot of people to admit that I, that I actually need somebody. Yeah. Um, I am not self-sufficient on my own. Yeah. And that's how I like to be. Um, I like to be able for it to be me. You know, I do this. I provide for this. You, mm-hmm. the, you know, that's, that's the attitude that I, that I enjoy having. Um, but that's the furthest thing from the truth. Yeah. Um, I am not self-sufficient on my own. In fact, God goes so far as to equate me as a sheep. Mm-hmm. And said, this is the animal that you're equal to. Uh, he doesn't, uh, it would have been nicer if, if, you know, he'd have picked a different animal. Right, right. <laughs> but he didn't do that. And he's right. It, it, you know, what God says is true. And, and so, so, so I guess it's a, it's a great reminder uh, to realize how much we're in need of God in yeah. so many different ways. You know, you said, uh, it, you, you said a moment ago his uh, it, it, just his guidance during a time like this um, and that's what we need you, you know let, left to ourselves I mean we, we we pray for that you and I do in our staff meetings mm-hmm. where we pray for just God just to guide and we need God's guidance we need God's mind on things right um, and in you know he says right there in verse number three of this chapter uh, he he leads me. Uh, he he leads me in paths of righteousness, for his name's sake. Yeah, guidance. Yeah, that's good. And you think about then how much he cares for us. There's a, you know, a shepherd has to have a compassion for his sheep to want to do this. I mean, that God would even care to call us his sheep and to oh, take care yeah. of us. But he, but he says, I think I think of John ten where it talks about, he says, I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd gives his life for his sheep. He said, I, I, I am willing to give everything for them. And he said, and I, I know my sheep by name. Uh, he can call us each one, and he lays down his life for us. He's going to care for us and protect us. And and I think, you know, there's a another book that was a really good book, a good read. Um, I think you've read this one as well. When when people are big and God is small, mm-hmm. the book by Ed Welch and um, I think it's Ed Welch that writes that one. And um, just that perspective again that we need to grasp that we're sheep, and when it gets out of kilter and we start to think I'm big and God is small, that's where all the anxiety and the struggles and those things come in. But when we write that. And we say, no, wait, God is big and I am small. God is the shepherd. I'm just a sheep. There is just a confidence to say, okay, I don't have to know what's going to happen in six weeks from now. Mm, yeah. I don't have to know what's going to, you know, where this is going to lead on. Um, I'm just going to 
wisely let him lead me. Mm-hmm. And you think about the power of who he is. He's the Lord, it says there is the term Jehovah. The Jehovah God is my shepherd. That's powerful because the word Jehovah, we find it in Exodus 3 as a popular uh, instance that God says, you know, this is my name to be known by to, to Moses when Moses up on Mount Sinai and he's saying, who should I tell them sent me? And he says, tell them the I am that I am. That's that same Lord Jehovah. And it speaks of his eternal nature, the eternal God, the one who spoke heaven to existence, was able to part the Red Sea, deliver his people. He cares about us and he's my shepherd. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and then so David says in his response then that I shall not want. It's not just in, you know, I, I'm not going to have a desire for physical things. He's saying, I have a total contentment. I have a total peace because the Lord is my shepherd. He, he's going to take care of me, so I don't worry. Uh, he, he's going to provide for me, so I don't, I don't lack anything. And, and there's that just a confidence in him that and we rely on that. And so I just think, you know, that, that especially that verse 1 has been such a blessing to me to just chew over the Lord Jehovah is my shepherd. There's a possession there that uh, he's mine. I get to call him, you know, he calls me his and I get to call him mine. And then there, I shall not want. And just to see that. And, and I, I just encourage those who are listening today just to be, just to meditate on it. Let that sink in of, of where you stand um, and, and make sure that's in the right position. Make sure we position ourselves as, as the sheep mm, yeah. and, and him as our shepherd. And there's just a confidence with that. So, Amen. Amen. Well, well, good. Hey, we'll tune in tomorrow and we'll jump on the final three verses. But why don't you take some time today just to, to think through that and then just to pray um, just regarding the Lord as your shepherd. Let's pray together and then we'll jump at the day. Father, thank you so much for a new day today and the fact that, that you are our shepherd. Um, and God, it's helpful for us to be reminded of one, who we are, but more importantly, who you are. And when we keep that right perspective, that you are the Lord Jehovah, the eternal one, the one who was and is and is to come. And so we have no reason to fear. You'll provide, you'll protect. And um, God, I just pray that we would exalt your name today, that we'd find extreme peace and joy in your presence today. It's in Christ's name we pray. Thank you, Pastor. Well, Aaron, thanks for joining in today. You all have a great day.